With over 25 years of experience in the fashion and entertainment industry, join me and industry guests as we candidly discuss fashion, modeling, acting, and the latest scoop. After they made a little scouting trip to visit Ford RBA today, I'm sitting down with my friends from Freedom Models, LA and Miami. Here with me is Anthony De La Rosa, head of placement, and Natalia McDonald, director of North America. Yay! Go team! <laughs> Anthony's like, I'm afraid. Well, it's kind of funny because I was just saying to you guys um, a little bit about um, how the podcast originated and kind of how we got started on this whole thing. But I think there's so many people who are interested in what we do, what we do for a job, what we do in our business. Um, and people who aren't in the business think it's like, you know, this whole like glamorous world. Some days it's glamorous, but not all days. Anthony's no, giggling. Not all days. <laughs> so what, what uh, did you guys just come to Arizona just for a little scouting trip or seeing talent or have you been on the road? Um, no, we, I think, came specially to see who you have and come visit you. That's yeah. exciting. I we like that. to come see your new faces. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Anthony travels a lot, actually. Yeah. He just got from London. I was in London. Okay. I saw a bunch of agencies. I was yep. there for a week. Um, we haven't we hadn't been for since I think the pandemic before. Yeah, uh -huh. it's really important yeah. as well. Um, you know, because agencies share models from different places, so it's important mm -hmm. for us to travel constantly, mm -hmm. meet different agencies, see the new girls, see who wants to come to LA, Miami. Yep. And like how you would place with us, mm -hmm. we are also another agent to models and we place them in London as well. And yep. so we're sharing models like kind of everywhere. And so mm -hmm. we have to go see them face to face. And it's really exciting when you go into another <clears throat> another agency and you see the models that you represent on their card wall. Of course. You're yeah. Like, oh, so you're like, oh, my gosh. gosh okay. It's real. It's, they're there. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, I was there, and then now Arizona, mm -hmm. and then I'll have a couple more lined up throughout the year that I'll. And though in the next stops, are they all like domestic in the U.S.? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're all. Mm -hmm. London was a big one, and then the rest of them will be in the states. Okay. Yeah. And it's so good to meet people face to face. It is. And I it... think in COVID, it was we we were trying to really do lots of scouting online but it just isn't the same in person you just get such an idea of someone's personality it's so quick you can just really yeah. get a feel for them and their vibe right like everything's communicating like their body language their posture the way they walk in the way they sit the way right. they eye contact all of those nonverbals mm -hmm. like communicate way more than anything they can say. Well, and you see that from today, like yeah. seeing people in person. You know, we saw ten or so girls, and yeah. um, some of them it's their first casting. Some of them have never met with an agent besides us here before. So for them, it's a big deal too. You yeah. know, of having that experience. But mm -hmm. you can also see, like, okay, tell me. That's always my thing. Like, what are you gonna say when they say, "Tell me about yourself," I... and then they're like. What do you mean? I'm like, tell me about yourself. Like, and then right away, Natalia said, so tell me about yourself. First I was like, thing. yes, I'm setting up appointments for one of our girls to go into agencies in New York okay. this week. And I sent her a schedule for tomorrow. And I literally wrote out, okay, so you're going into a casting for an agency, which is way different than going in for a brand or a product or a specific job, because this is just more about them as a person, kind of. Yep. 
And so I wrote out, I'm like, they will ask you, tell me about yourself. Here are things to talk about. And I said, do not ask, what do you want to know about me? Uh-uh. Like, that will turn them off immediately, and they're just like, okay, thanks for coming. Yeah. But I wrote out, like, talk about this. This is really interesting. Talk about this. All the and things. I gave, them, I gave the model just a bunch of pointers about that. Yeah. Tell me about yourself. Right. And then it's like, okay, they're there in person, and it's like, okay, it's on the spot. You yeah. better have something to say. Yeah. Like, don't you dare. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just go, I don't know. Like, what do you want to know? It's like, no. And it's also like you're, sometimes you're meeting with like really, really good agents. And sometimes like some of them without the models knowing like are legendary. Absolutely. People. Yeah. And so like you have the chance to like really, it can go anyway. Sure. And so you have those few moments of connecting and just making yourself likable without being fake mm-hmm. it's a very hard line absolutely but yeah it's a lot once if you just go in kind of with an open mind and relax like people tend to do the best mm-hmm. bring their a-game when they're just being themselves yeah for sure yeah. we've all been in the business a long time we won't say how long dun, dun, dun. um but how did you get into the business natalia Oh, well, I went to university um, and studied, uh, I guess it was like fashion business. Okay. Um, but not design, like not like no, I merchandising. Mean, I, it, it was like management. Okay. I really wanted to just do art, but my family was like, no, no. <laughs> make some money. Um, and then I did loads of different internships. The last thing I did was working for CLM in New York. Like an agency that looks after photographers. Okay. And honestly, that's really how I found out about the modeling industry and the jobs. It, like we were saying before, it's really interesting. Like, it's you wouldn't know the things that go on behind the scenes. Yep. The industry is very still, quite hidden in some senses. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I worked there, found out about model agencies, and then worked at Premier in London. Um, and I was there for about six years. And what did you start off doing there? Oh, I started on the men's board. Oh. Um, like yeah. straight on or like a junior? Well, I mean, I was an assistant. I was my boss's PA um, and then also on the men's board. So, you know, when you start an agency, you kind of do anything, everything. everything. All the things. Um, but yeah, I didn't enjoy booking men. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a certain. There was a lot of um, calling boys that were lost oh boy Um, I'm like oh boy yeah and I was like okay I want to do women Um, so I worked on the women's board and then I actually worked on the artist board for a bit okay which I really loved yeah Um, well so you got a broad yeah experience there yeah but then wanted to just move out of London so that's how I made my way to LA and you went to LA yeah and into freedom yeah and I'd actually never been to LA until I fully moved you're like, I'm coming for Wait, you. Your first time to LA was when you moved to work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Talk about like, okay. I mean, listen, we did not get a lot of holiday right. in London. Um, and I had no holiday left. And I had this job opportunity and I couldn't say no. So I was like, well, let's hope this works. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love LA. Um, it's been was such an interesting learning curve, such a different market. And also, I really moved to LA at a great time because the market's really grown and changed. Yep. Um, so many new clients, so much money 
happening there. Lots of editorial. Now there's like runway shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many people have moved there since. Yeah, because LA in our, you know, for the longest time was always just kind of like poo-poo market. It was yeah. kind of like developmental. You sent like commercial girls. Like it was just, yes, it yeah. was just very like, eh, okay. Like they don't even need to have a representation in LA. Yeah, yeah I like, mean, people told me when I moved there from London, like this is like career suicide. Why mm-hmm. are you doing that? Like, right. And freedom was new. Freedom was brand new. Yep. Um, they had just opened the two women that were running it, and then it was me. Um, and I think because I'd done so many things at uh, Premier, right. I had like all the experience, and I was prepared to kind of do anything. Right. Um, and at the time, with just probably the three of you, you had to do yeah. all the things again. You know, and getting everything up and maybe like twenty-five models. Mm-hmm. And now, how many do you have? Now, maybe I have like. 240 in LA, maybe like yeah. mm-hmm. 150 in Miami. Yeah. Um, Not all at the same time. But, no, yeah. but that you represent. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it has been amazing to see mm-hmm. to see it grow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we, we have a big team now. Very um, big. I'm getting emails all the time from somebody else and this person, and then I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, I mean, yeah. there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's a, it's a really... <clears throat> It's a really good business in LA. We're like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, super exciting to be part of that. Yeah. What about Anthony? How did Anthony get into the business? So I was. <laughs> I've always been interested in models, and like in high school, I would go on Style.com, which is now called Vogue Runway. But I would go on Style.com and look at all the shows during Fashion Week. I remember like being 16 years old and like waking up early before school because I knew that like by the time I woke up like when it was fashion week like in Europe like the shows in Paris on the lawn would be online and I would go and look at them before school so I was always interested in fashion and then I was in college I went uh, studying art history I went into a school in Loyal and in Cal- LA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was studying art history and I was about to graduate. I was interning at a museum, which is no longer. It was called the Santa Monica Museum of Art, which is now called the something Institute of Contemporary Art. Anyway, I was like art history, going to work in museums, and then I was about to graduate. And then my friend, he asked me, like, what would you, what's your dream job? And no one had ever asked me that before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and that's why I said, I was like, no one's ever asked me that. I don't know. I was like, I'm going to work in and try to get a job at a museum because I'm studying art history. And he's like, no, 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 no. That sounds like a, like, what would you, like, if you could make up anything. So I knew that model agencies existed, but I didn't really know what the job was. Right. And so I was like, I think I'd be a model agent or work at a model agency, not knowing anything, what they do or nothing. I just said it. Because I was like, they work with models and I like models. <laughs> Like, let's go see what there is. So so I graduated college and like my friend worked at an artist agency that represented stylists and hair makeup people. And Mm -hmm. he sent my resume to a pretty big agency, like a big network. And I knew all the models that they repped there. Like I knew of them. You've been studying them. Yeah. I was like, that's so and so and so. And I just knew like the season they debuted, all this stuff. So like... (laughs) So like in my interview, like he sent my resume, they called me in for an interview to intern. And looking back to me, I was just talking like a hobby. Like mm-hmm. these are my interests. I like model, blah, blah, blah. But now looking back, if I were to like meet someone at a college and they spoke like that about models, I'd be really impressed. Absolutely. So I'm like thinking like, wow, I've 
I didn't even know what I was saying. I was just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it just, I just kind of fell into it. And then I remember at this agency, like working with the scouts there, I really took to that. Um, they always, they would ask me like, do you want to book? Do you want to move to the women's board and like book? And I was always like, I'd always said no. Mm-hmm. It just never interested me. No. Because like, <laughs> it just didn't interest me. I, like the new faces were always really exciting and watching someone walk in off the street and then you work with them and then they book something really big and then their face is somewhere. Right. Was, like, the, I thought the coolest thing ever. Well, and that's the, like the that's gratifying the, moment. Yeah. That's the like, yeah. aha, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, seeing those scouts work and watching them, it was, mm-hmm. I remember, like, saying, like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then it took a while before I could actually do that, because, like, as an assistant, you have to, anything that comes on your plate, you you got to figure out. you got to do it. Um, uh-huh. So it took a really long time before I could actually stand more into that. But, yeah, I just kind of fell into it, like, mm-hmm. randomly. And then I told myself, like, okay, I'll just do this as long as, it goes, and then it's been a while. <laughs> I'm still doing it. It was a couple of years ago, and my husband was like, "So, depending on like how much longer you're gonna do this," and I'm like, "No, no, no, this is what I do. <laughs> this is like this is it." You know, we were having like this little like discussion, and it was like, "No, no, this is what I do." And I think when you find that, yeah, and you find, I mean, our business is super niche. Yeah, yeah. and how did you get into it? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, my story is very very funny but I started as a model here at this agency ah. when I was like 12. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've been connected to the agency for like 35 years <laughs> but I modeled here and um, yeah and I, I knew that this this industry I wanted to be in you know mm-hmm. but I did I, I did Europe and I did all of those things and then um, I wanted to go to college because all my girlfriends they were going to school and doing like all the fun things mm-hmm. and so I went to school and then um, fashion merchandising, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. advertising kind of stuff. And um, yeah, and then I came back and I interned here. And that was my like last year of college. And so I said, well, I'm probably gonna have to like move out of Arizona to obviously get like a job job. And I ended up moving to San Francisco. And I worked there for an agency that's no longer around, but it's called City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was there for like five years. And then, um, then I moved back here my <clears throat> coming kind of coming moving home and um, still very close with Robert at the time and uh, I just was like okay I'm gonna move back and I'm gonna be an agent it's kind of like moving home this is like mm. and he was like well you know we could like you could be the agency director I was like oh, okay that sounds you know that's good and then we literally I literally was like would you ever you know sell the business to me and I was 26 oh, or wow. seven it's been a long time. It's been like 18 years. Um, but <clears throat> he was like, yes. And I was like, oh, shit. Like what I came home, I told my mom, I'm like, I just told, Robert said yes. And she said, what did you ask him? I said, oh, if he'd ever sell the agent to me. To me. And she's like, oh, my God, Cherie. And I was like, I know. You know, we, we this is going to be interesting. Let's see if I can, like, get out of this thing. Um, yes, but that was, so. I've been, you know, I started as like kind of in, when you know that you're kind of like in the business and it's mm-hmm. like pulling you towards that certain thing, you just kind of know. I'm much happier to be on the other side of the camera mm-hmm. and in the business than on the model side. Mm-hmm. Way yeah. more, you know. Tell me a little bit about the difference between like the LA and the Miami market. So Freedom has two two offices. They started primarily in, in LA. Yes. 
Miami. How much long ago? How long ago? Eight years ago? Nine years ago? Uh, eight? Eight years? Mm-hmm. Nine years ago? Eight. LA. Yep. Um, so newer to the LA market, for sure. I feel like that some of those agencies in LA have been around for like 30 years. That's what I mean, yeah. 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 Like yep. since before I was yep. alive. Yeah, and then we opened Miami, maybe. Sure. We opened Miami like a year and a half ago, maybe. Honestly, since COVID, I'm ri- the time. Like, yes, I know. And then I'm like, okay, add two and a half years and then da da da. Yes. So, what was the intrigue in Miami? I mean, I think we really saw how LA changed. Yep. Maya, who's our CEO, like, you know, when I started in LA, we, we really felt like something was going to happen in LA. <clears throat> and we didn't really understand how it was going to grow, but we just kind of had a feeling. Mm-hmm. The photographers were getting better. People clients were coming to shoot we were yeah. just getting better models um and like you said a lot of the shows were the big like you know yeah. brand shows were happening there you know and so you're like wow they're doing a show in LA yeah and we started to see the market develop and mm-hmm. then I would say we kind of had the same thing with Miami um I think COVID really changed mm-hmm. changed a lot of how the markets work I think a lot of people moved Mm-hmm. Businesses moved around. People learned that they could work remote, and also people just wanted a better quality of life. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of photographers moved from New York. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we were like, okay, let's try this Miami thing. Like, could mm-hmm. we bring something different to the Miami market? Right. Um, and I believe that we are. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really exciting. Yeah. And For it's sure. also fun when people think you're a little bit crazy mm-hmm. um, to do something. Mm-hmm. So I like the challenge. Well, and me growing up in the business, and you probably remember, like, along the way, Miami was, like, a place you went. It was, like, the seasonal place, you yeah. know, and, like, the Germans were there, and it was, yeah. like, the whole, like, you know, kind of this, like, now I feel like it's a little, I mean, they still have their summer kind of slow, but, like... Yeah. Well, Miami is very seasonal. Yep. So it's been so interesting for me running that office, like mm-hmm. seeing the difference between LA. LA is just constant. Like, yep. Honestly, there is no season. Right. Um, we slow down around holiday times, mm-hmm. but that's literally it. As do most, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then Miami is very seasonal. As soon as that rain starts, which is around now, it's really started raining. Um, it just kind of does slow down, and then maybe November picks up again. Okay. Um, but yeah, just an exciting growing market. Mm-hmm. Um, and do models you suggest they go on stay, and they're there, or are you looking mostly for like direct bookings? I would say it's a mix. Definitely the the new faces, the development, they can go for maybe maybe two weeks to mm-hmm. a month, um, and then usually the clients will bring them in. Okay. Um, and then the girls with the better books are a bit mm-hmm. more established. They can just do direct bookings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love Miami personally. And you're living there? I am or kind there of... right now. I'm, okay. I'm in between the two, but mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more there right now. And I do really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of culture and it's very different from LA. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to experience mm-hmm. something else in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a bit nice. The time zone is nice. That's, yes. Um, yeah, especially having like family and friends in Europe. LA mm-hmm. is far. That's better for you. I thought of something. Now, a lot of times the directors don't book. Mm-hmm. But Natalia books. <laughs> I, don't so, book, I don't book as much as I used to. Okay. I used to, I used to be a big money booker. Um, but it's impossible to do everything. Mm-hmm. And, 
part of being a good leader, you have to delegate something. Sure. So, I mean, obviously that's hard, mm -hmm. um, but I try my best. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do have a few clients still that I book. Mm -hmm. And so then the rest of the time, are you fighting fires and just like, <laughs> I know, because I'm, I'm one myself, so I'm like, uh-huh. Um, yeah, lots of fires. Although I would say, you know, in, internally, we work really hard to have really good relationships. Mm -hmm. um, we do lots of team training, lots of stuff. Um, we do like company retreats. We really want to focus on like our staff being as happy as our models, mm -hmm. um, being really kind to each other. Um, so yeah, I do a lot of the team stuff, mm -hmm. and then lots of external fires. Mm -hmm. um, Aren't they fun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh huh, um, Anthony. And then as far as like, I've known you as always doing new faces, right, yeah. and kind of being that. So what does like? head of placement mean? For me, it's lots of, I'm talking to a lot of mother agents, I'm talking to a lot of agencies like in New York, mm -hmm. in Europe, Asia, Australia, like just everywhere around the world. And a lot of, a huge majority of my time is talking to these other agents about them placing models with us or me or freedom giving them models to represent abroad mm -hmm. so that is a huge chunk of my time and a lot of it is it's like not only finding like you're finding an agency for your model but like you're putting together like a global team yep that can like execute the vision that you have for your model and you're trusting these people to like continue that vision and yeah because like once the models in Tokyo, uh -huh. like, they're awake when you're asleep, and yep. like you might you're have not... one hour with them. Right. So you really have to trust those people that you're giving your model to. So that's a big chunk of my time is talking to external agencies, and then once, like when I'm not doing that, it's preparing the girls for traveling, making sure they know, like realistically, what they're getting themselves into, like. Mm -hmm. The flight from LA to Tokyo is like 13 hours mm -hmm. or something. Crazy. Oh yeah, of course. So having a pep talk, like you're gonna get really bored on that flight. Well, and then you're out. gonna get there and you're gonna be like, what the hell did I do? Yeah. And like, oh my God, I hate this. And yeah. like all the things, I mean, that's what I say. Yeah. I said the first two weeks, wherever yeah. you go, it's not gonna be good. A lot of self And I'm not being like, you yeah. know, I'm not being like, woe is me. Like yeah. this is gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna miss your family, you're gonna miss your bed, you're gonna miss your boyfriend, you're gonna miss all the, th yeah. the, food, the food, all the things. And then you're gonna be like, Okay. Yeah. After a few weeks, you yeah. know. Anthony is so good at preparing the girls. Like when I see the schedules he writes, I'm like, wow. I've never like. <laughs> and then you will eat your lunch, yeah. and then you will yeah. go on a walk, and then you will do this. And oh, then... like when they go do their appointments, like in London, I'll like write, or like it was like really hot in New York once, and it's got a bunch of appointments, and I'm like, bring a water bottle. You might not have a chance to eat, so like bring something in your bag that you can eat if you don't have time. Like it's like thinking of these things because sometimes they get really excited and then they forget. Uh -huh. I mean, I've been so excited before doing stuff, like, I'll realize it'll be, like, all day and, like, I haven't eaten and I'm, like, exhausted. I'm like, what the heck? But, um, yeah, so it's doing a lot of that. And then also it's, like, taking digitals and making sure they have the right images yep. for the market that you're showing them to because, you know, each market is very particular and then within those markets certain agencies are very particular. So it's making sure that you're presenting the models in their strongest light, mm -hmm. whether it's like kind of a sexier girl who's like more commercial, you want to package her at her 
very best. Right. Versus like a girl who's like a show girl and like kind of cool and like right. might be like more Could interesting. You're still like making sure that you're presenting them authentically their best version of that model and not changing who they are. Mm -hmm. If you like change them too much, they get confused and go, that's. Why did you then I'm going to try to be somebody yeah, that I'm not. Why did you sign yeah. me if you want me to be someone completely different? So it's like mm -hmm. making sure that they are who they are. Um, but yeah, day to day, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of hand-holding. Not as mm -hmm. many buyers for me, but a lot of hand-holding. Yep. Um, Walking them through things yeah. uh -huh, and how things go. And, yeah. uh -huh. and then also like a lot of castings too, like models passing through L.A. Okay. I meet with a lot of a lot of models, and then like the agents passing through, and they also like I'll meet with them too. Mm -hmm. And it's always really exciting to. I enjoy. I love meeting the agents because sometimes it's just like years of emails, and you don't get to see them for like right. years. Yes. And then you finally see them, like, oh my gosh. And right, and then but you've been on emails like for, every day yeah. for like you know <laughs> years, and you're like, ah, yeah, like, oh, uh huh, but I don't. Yeah. So, uh -huh. so yeah, it's a lot of meetings, and then you know all the things that go into putting together a book, like, you know, testing, obviously, and, like, getting the right images to show, to make sure you find the right agency for the right model and mm -hmm. the right people, and it's, like, mm -hmm. a little home for them when they're away. Like, that's their home base. Like, it's popping into the agency, and they have to feel comfortable. Yeah, of course. Some girls like a firm hand, and some don't. And mm -hmm. so it's making sure that all the personalities match. It's Sometimes I overthink it and make it a little more complicated, but it's... You know, those contracts are for years. Mm -hmm. so. Well, and the placement, I mean, it's something obviously that we focus a lot on because we're not in a major market. And so we have to have those strong relationships yeah. with the agencies that we like, that we trust. You know, um, some of them I might not personally like, but I trust them. I know they have good accounting. I know they're looking out for the best, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. um, of the talent and kind of are on the same page. And then when you get that puzzle put together really nicely, it works really great. But when it doesn't, oh boy, <laughs> then you're just fighting all the fires everywhere. Um, yeah. But <clears throat> I think ultimately, you know, so many people don't realize that in every market, the models have a different agency. Yeah. I mean, typically, you know, yeah. that's that's representing them in London and in Tokyo and in New York and in Paris and wherever it may be. So, but we're all working together. Yes. Yeah. In an ideal world. Isn't that nice? <laughs> uh huh. Um, okay. What about the most exciting booking you've handled in your career, Natalia? Um. She's a um. No, I really like making money. Mm hmm. Um, I obviously don't do as much of it anymore. Um. I would say rather than one booking, it's more like the the you know like the compound of just like taking somebody who has been working in Target and then getting them working in LA mm -hmm. and then by the end of the year like you've made them like a million dollars right and crazy like that and then they're and seeing those numbers right and really you know knowing what the clients were what like just having that plan mm -hmm. and then at the end of the year being like we've made you this much money mm -hmm. yeah the gratification um, from that is too is like so exciting yeah. and then you know seeing girls like buy houses mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it's amazing it's crazy yeah things like that mm -hmm. i love that mm -hmm. um, lots of social media bookings with like really good numbers mm -hmm. um i mean 
Yeah, especially when social media first started and we didn't really understand exactly uh-huh. what it was. Right, um, and how to quote it and the yeah. usage and all the terms and just like... throwing numbers out there and people saying... I'm just like, oh, okay, sure. this. Yeah, and you're like, oh, God, okay. They said, yes, okay, sure, let's try it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, no, it's... I get it. Do you have one that sticks out, Anthony? Um, I wouldn't say it's a book. I've, like, booked some cool editorials, but the... It was more of a, I scouted this model. It was my first street scout at the flea market on Melrose and Fairfax at the Fairfax High School. Um, It was my first street scouting where the girl was like, it was at a time where the agency I worked at, they were like under 5'9". It was really hard to get anyone on board. Mm -hmm. And this girl was 5'7". And I scouted her and I was like, this girl's amazing. And then I remember bringing her into the office and then the director looked like, He's like, no, you can't sign her. I was like, but she's really amazing. He's like, fine, sign her, but... She's your project. Yeah, he's like, don't, <laughs> don't ask anyone for help. I was like, deal. Um, and so I got her a bunch of cool pictures, and then within like a month, her first booking was Russian Vogue with Casper. It was like 10 pages. And then that season, she did a bunch of shows. And so that was the first time I was like, oh my God, I think I can actually I can do, do this. this. Like, yeah. This is like, I know what I'm looking for. I know... Mm-hmm. what this all is I know what this means and mm-hmm. then that was like my first boost of confidence like scouting and mm-hmm. knowing well and trusting your like. intuition right. like yeah, okay yeah, yeah. I actually yeah like, and then well then about. seeing it come to fruition yeah. and being like okay actually I yeah. I did this and then biting your tongue uh-huh. Like, I told you. Yeah. You, you and it. then what did they say? They came back and were like oh my gosh and everyone started booking her or no? Yeah, yeah and then like she did it was the first season of Balenciaga with the current designer his first season she did the campaign and so that whole time I just remember thinking like oh my god they told me not to sign this mm-hmm. model and like she's doing all, this all these things stuff. and you're just like in the back like yeah <laughs> and it's just that is like really really gratifying and it was like the first time where I was like I can do this like yep. this isn't just like a, oh that looks cool it's like I can actually do this mm-hmm. from the flea market this girl mm-hmm. running by me and like yep. this is the first time I ran after someone like she went uh-huh. and I, ran, I was like I need to run the running, and running I was, I've been running like, I've run before too or like hid like, and then like hey I'm chasing something uh-huh. um, and then seeing it from uh-huh. you know that to yeah it's a, that's it's like, like that yeah. fuels to yeah. continue to go because yeah. you don't know what other stories what other success stories are out there like yeah. that you can help and 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 pave that like a different trajectory in their life yeah. i mean just like boom yeah, yeah. And wow. then it's like, what you've done to change their life and then moments like that it like kind of change i don't want to say it changes your life but like it puts you on alert where you're like scanning everywhere. Everywhere <laughs> I go, I'm just like ding 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 ding. Uh, yeah, walking, like, everywhere. And then uh-huh. I was describing it at, to Natalia like <laughs> he was trying to describe it as old movies. Alien, like <laughs> Alien versus everything. Predator, like where the, the heat seeking, where like you can see. I'm the, like, I've never seen this. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it either. Anthony's like, but we're gonna watch it tonight. But that was yeah. I was like, yeah, that was my first. We have very different We do. Yeah, that's okay. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, but uh, that was my first time where I was like, this is, this can be a career versus yeah, like, absolutely. Cool little Hobby, job. little thing that you yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. My last question mm-hmm. <clears throat> What makes a freedom model different Ooh. from all the rest? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I will say, as a little compliment, because we work with so many of the agencies, um, that there is a distinct, um, 
brand or there's a distinct like um, you go to the site and it's very the image every way everyone has been imaged and the type of people and I I remember when freedom started and um, it was like oh it's gonna be this like very high-end like very like New York style agency and I remember that kind of being the the vibe or what was going to be and then it was like okay it evolved and now like the array of people that you represent mm. is really I mean it's incredible yeah it's amazing yeah, right thank you, thank you. Yeah. yeah I would say the biggest and the most important thing for us is really representing talent how they want to be represented I think we have all come from different agencies different experiences mm -hmm. and we've definitely worked for different agencies where we've seen people really try and control how a model is presented they sure. give them a career plan it's like you know it's very like manufactured in that sense mm -hmm. and for freedom we really want the girls to be seen you know how what what they want mm -hmm. and that authenticity i feel like really comes through mm -hmm. um so I don't know exactly how you would really describe it, but how Anthony's very excited. He's like, we know, like, we, someone asked us today, like, how long does it take to decide? And you're just like, we just, just kind of, you know, you know, yeah. you know. Um, I would say one thing. It's like people ask me all the time, like, how do you guys, you know, what is that final thing? And it really, by the time. Whether you're street scattered or you're you have a mother agency and you're going to meet with an agency in a larger market, by the time you've gotten there, you're already in the room. Yep. Um, but what it really comes down to is the personality, mm -hmm. and like if you're kind, if you're yeah. easy to work with, mm -hmm. if you're professional, mm -hmm. um, those things really carry you through to do like the cool big stuff mm -hmm. like if you can't like you have to be able to handle like th this is a brute it's gonna be a brutal industry and like you have to be able to just kind of like go with it yeah um, i would say we also really you know like when we meet with people if we enjoy hanging out with them mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we like you know because we always say like you're with your clients like eight to ten hours a day sure we need to be nice to hang out with right yeah. for so, sure like, we enjoy our meeting we're mm -hmm. like okay we know yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, it's being, being easy to work with doesn't mean you're like a pushover or yeah. you're like a, you know, like a empty vessel. Like it just means being professional and like mm -hmm. kind and like you're on time. And sure. It's like, those are really, really, really foundational. And without mm -hmm. those, like. The rest of it can be, I mean you can help and develop and yeah. teach being a model per yeah. se but a lot of that showing up the the yeah. authenticity the like how um you know they show up in the room yeah. yeah and i would say the last thing for us we talk about this a lot in the office like communication mm, no. <laughs> yes i'm like oh my god please <laughs> yes but also the freedom when we're taking on models just like having representation for everybody oh, yeah. we want people to look on our instagram look on our site and be able to see yep. someone that looks like them or find themselves in something mm -hmm. um, and i think we've seen that so much more in our industry in yeah. the fashion industry over these last few years that i mean we do it we sign people that we wouldn't have signed yeah. four years ago oh, five yeah. years ago all the time and i'm like yeah. maybe and then i'm like yeah 
Okay. It's really exciting. I think mm-hmm. I remember doing an interview a few years ago and, people, and someone asked me, like, do you, who do you think has the power? Like, is it all in, like, the client's hands? And I used to say, like, yes, but now I honestly believe, like, the more diversity we present the client, mm-hmm. the more opportunity we have to mm-hmm. change, which is super important. Mm-hmm. Well, we left that on a high note. Mm-hmm. So they can follow you on Instagram. It's just Freedom yes. Models LA and yes. Freedom Models Miami. Yes. Both of those. I'm excited. We're back with season two and two yeah. lovely, lovely friends. So thank, thank you, you for joining us. Yes. This was fun.